happy Tuesday. I know I've been gone for a while. Um, took last week off. Just had a lot going on. Um, there's been a lot of games going on, and I I hate to admit that I haven't really had the opportunity to watch a whole bunch of them. Um, you know, coupled that with the fact that I'm, I haven't watched an Arsenal match in, I don't know, probably like their last three or four games, um, just because when I watch the matches, they lose. When I don't watch, they win, or they at least get a point. Um, so I, I haven't been watching any of the Arsenal matches. I've been watching Stuttgart, you know, it's a little bit different, but maybe I should stop watching Stuttgart. Uh, they're, they're doing all right. But um, one of the reasons that, you know, I haven't really been on social media much and I haven't, you know, I've been kind of slow with the show, um, I went back to school, if you can believe that. Um, yeah, I'm in my 40s. <laughs> but I uh, started a, a master's program, but it's a dual master's program, so I'm like, you know, working, learning, still trying to have time for, you know, stuff that I like, because, you know, family comes first, so, um, yeah, that's why I've been kind of busy, you know, researching and writing and whatnot for, uh, for this dual master's program, so, you know, just bear with me, still love the game, I'm still gonna put out the podcast, um, but, uh, you know, there might be some days when the show may be shorter than others, like now. Today, you know, it's going to be a, a quick, uh, short episode, even though there's a lot going on right now. Um, not, not just with football, especially if you're in the U.S., but um, yeah, a lot of games. You know how, especially in the Premier League, January, and it seems like they've been doing it a lot recently, um, January is kind of jam-packed because they're trying to fit a lot of matches in before the Champions League uh, knockout, Champions League and Europa League knockout phases really start up again. So that's why you have a lot of midweek games. And, you know, plus, you know, if any leagues were affected by COVID last year, they're still trying to fit those games in. Um, if you look at some of the, the match day schedules, not just going by like where teams are playing, you know, for what day, but I know that, uh, this most recent match day um, in La Liga, for example, they're still they're playing matches uh, or a match day that was supposed to be supposed to be played, I think, in the beginning of December. So they're still trying to catch up and you know fill in some slots where games may have been missed or there was a postponement or whatever. Um, you know, couple that with, like I said, how January is just always kind of full with matches. Uh, there's just been there's been a lot going on right now. You know, at the time of recording of this show, there we're in the middle of a match day for the Bundesliga. You know, today being Tuesday, they have games again tomorrow. And then in the Premier League, I mean, it's just all over the place. Like they're in between match day 18 and 19, but some teams have already played match day 19 matches, but they are still playing match day 18 matches to catch up. And then there's been postponements in the Premier League. So, you know, things have just been kind of crazy. And, you know, to me, honestly, 2021 doesn't seem like it's really going to be that much different from last year. It's just, you know, hopefully we don't have a situation to where, you know, all the leagues have to be postponed for a certain amount of time, even though, you know, we got that variant. I guess now I think there's supposed to be like three different variants of COVID. I don't know. But, um, you know, hopefully there's been some talk of, you know, some of the competitions from this summer possibly being pushed off to include the Olympics um, and the Euros and maybe the, the Copa America. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Um, you know, it, it player safety and fan safety, obviously, 
uh, is is paramount because you can't have a game without the players. Fans can stay at home and watch, but you know most of these clubs and nations want to be able to have fans in the stands, which I totally get. Um, it's crazy. I was watching um, some American football this past weekend, and I don't remember who was playing, but the Kansas City Chiefs uh, were playing. Actually, they were playing the Cleveland Browns, which is hilarious to even think about. But um, and you know, from a certain angle, it looked like the stadium was like, you know, like seventy-five percent capacity. But I'm pretty sure it was much lower than that. It was probably like maybe right around twenty-five percent to maybe thirty. But uh, then you look at other other matches or other games, and you know, there's no fans in the stands. So it, you know, the U.S. is big. Depends on the individual state, and in some cases, the individual city. You know, Los Angeles has completely shut everything down. Well, obviously, Kansas City, Missouri, you know, they just kind of got things open. So, um, I don't know. Dealing with that with, with football and, you know, Euro 2020 last year was supposed to be the Euros for the entire continent. Hold, you know, games held in multiple different um, different countries. And now there's the possibility that they may have to put the entire tournament maybe in two, three, or four locations instead of doing like eight, ten, or twelve like they had originally planned. Um, and that's you know that's if things I think stay the same way that they are now. I I'm hoping things get better, but I am a little bit of a pessimist at times. And you know, COVID has kind of I don't know. It's it's just it's changed everything, and hopefully things just get better. So. I don't know. Let's just hope the 2021 is better. I want my continental championships this year. I want to see the Euros. I want to see the Copa. I just want everything to slowly, slowly get back to normal. Um, all right. So I'm just going to, um, you know, I'm going to cover a couple of matches, um, but I'm mainly going to stick to the tables for the top five in Europe. Uh, like I said, this is going to be a short show. I apologize for that. Um, so let's see. Uh, Ligue 1 in France. They had match day 20 this past weekend. They actually had a postponement. Um, Lorient and Dijon, they had to postpone their match because of COVID. Um, but the table right now, you got PSG back on top uh, with 42 points. Lille is in second. They also have 42. Um, but PSG, they're, they're back on top. Um, I, I doubt, you know, barring any injuries or, you know, the season being cut short or anything, I don't see PSG losing that top spot again. You know anything is possible. They play Montpellier this coming uh, this coming match day. Anything can happen, um, but I just I just do not see them relinquishing the top spot. I mean Pochettino's you know he's still trying to get his feet wet. You know France is not really a difficult league, but uh, I just see them staying there. Now as far as Lille, I'm hoping Lille stays there. You know one of my favorite players to kind of follow and watch is Timothy Weah. Um, he hasn't been getting a whole lot of playing time ever since he went to, uh, to Lille. You know, he, it seems like he gets, you know, 10 to 20 minutes a game, but he's still young. Um, and I'm just hoping that that team is, is able to stay right there on PSG and, you know, hopefully to qualify for Europe for next season. Um, in third, we got Lyon. They got 40 points. Uh, Monaco's in fourth with 36. Rennes is in fifth, or excuse me, Rennes is in fifth with 36 also. Marseille, they have two games in hand, um, which is essentially six points, but they're sitting in six right now with 32 points. I say it's six points. It all depends on who those matches are they have to make up with, but you know, I think they're, they're doing good. 
they're two games off of everybody else with matches played, but they're still in sixth place. Bottom of the table, you got Nem in uh, 18th with 15 points. Dijon is in 19th with 14, and Lorient is in last with 12 points. But as I mentioned, their match, Dijon and uh, Lorient, was postponed, so they have to make those up. So, you know, they're a game behind everybody else. Um, notable matches for match day 20, like I mentioned, PSG versus Montpellier. Monaco versus Marseille. That should be a really good match. Rene versus Lille, and then Set Etienne versus Lyon. Moving on to La Liga. Um, <laughs> I'll get to Barcelona later, but the La Liga table right now. So they're kind of they're in the middle of a match day right now. Also, uh, I did not get the scores for the matches for today, but there's matches tomorrow and also on Thursday. But um, as of I guess this morning, since I didn't get the scores, um, we had Atletico Madrid at the top of the table with 41 points, followed by Real Madrid um, in second with 37 points. Barcelona's in third with 34. Villarreal's in fourth with 32. And then uh, in fifth and sixth is Real Sociedad and Sevilla, both with 30 points each. Bottom of the table, got Elche in uh, 18th with 16 points. Osasuna is in 19th with 15. And then Huesca, still at the bottom of the table. Last place with 12 points. Uh, let's see. Moving on to Syria. Match day 18. Uh, or the table after match day 18, I should say. AC Milan still sitting on top with 43 points, followed by Inter with 40 points. Napoli's in third with 34. Roma is in fourth, also with 34. Juventus is in fifth place, 33 points. And then Atalanta is in sixth with 32 Bottom of the table in 18 and 19, you got Torino and Parma, both with 13 points. Cratone is in last with 12 points. Uh, this coming match day, we got AC Milan versus Atalanta. So my game of the week for Serie A. Okay, Premier League, like I mentioned, this thing, this thing is crazy. Okay, so let's see. Match day 18 was supposed to start on January 12th, right? Match day 19 was supposed to start on January 16th, but um, there are still matches that need to be played tomorrow for match day 18, but you had matches for match day 19 that just ended today or yesterday. It, it's all messed up. The, the, the schedule is just all kind of crazy, but as long as all the games get played, it doesn't really matter. The way the table stands right now, as of the recording of this show, we got Leicester City sitting on top with 37 or excuse me 38 points. Man U is in second with 37 points. Man City in third with 35. Liverpool's in fourth with 34. Liverpool apparently has not scored a goal in their last three matches. That which is kind of crazy, um, you know, considering how dominant they were. That that's that's pretty wild. Um, Tottenham's in fifth place with 33 points. Everton is in sixth with 32. Bottom of the table, got Fulham in 18th with 12 points. West Brom's in 19th with 11. And then bottom of the table with only five points in the entire season, Sheffield United. Uh, my match of the week for uh, match day 20 um, is going to be Tottenham hosting Liverpool. Should be a good game. Hopefully... I mean, I don't really want to see either team win, so hopefully there's a draw in that, but I don't know. I, I think I think Liverpool will come off the skid and 
they'll they'll go in there and uh, you know do what needs to be done. I think they're going to put up some points. I was talking to Joao Louis from the Soccer Stupid podcast, and I was saying that Mourinho is going to try to win this game, thinking that you know Liverpool is kind of against the ropes or whatever, which means he's going to take some risks. You know, I don't want to say Klopp is like a a genius, but I think he'll be able to recognize that. And I think Jose is going to put his team in a weird position to try to go and win the game, but he may end up, you know, getting exposed. So, all right, moving on to the Netherlands, Eredivisie. After match day 17, Ajax is on top with 41 points, followed by Vitisi in second with 38, PSV Eindhoven's in third with 37 points, Feyenoord's in fourth with 35, Azed is in fifth with 34, and then Groningen is in sixth with 31 points. Bottom of the table in 16th and 17th, we got William II and ADO Den Haag, both with 10 points. And Emin, still at the bottom of the table, 18th place with only 5 points. This weekend, though, my match of the week for the Air Divisie, Feyenoord versus AZ. Now, it might be difficult to uh, to watch some of the Air Divisie matches. I know sometimes I'm able to catch them on like ESPN or something, but uh, they're actually really good. If you've never watched... Um, a Dutch match. They're actually really good, especially when there's fans there. I know that's that's the thing that's kind of tough right now. Nobody really wants to watch matches with no fans. It kind of takes away from, you know, just the atmosphere. Even if you're just watching from home, it still does take away from that. Um, but, you know, the, the Dutch division is is a good division to watch. It might not be one of the top fives in Europe, but it's still, it's still a great, uh, it's still a great division to watch. So, all right, um, moving on to the Bundesliga. So we actually had matches today for match day 17. Uh, we had Borussia Mönchengladbach 1, Werder Bremen 0, Bayer Leverkusen 2, Borussia Dortmund 1, Mainz 0, Wolfsburg 2, Hertha Berlin 0, Hoffenheim 3. So as of right now, even though you know Stuttgart's going to play tomorrow, um, as of right now, the way the table stands after match day 17, or halfway through match day 17, you got Bayern Munich still up on top with 36 points. Bayer Leverkusen and RB Leipzig are second and third, respectively, both with 32 points. Borussia Dortmund and Wolfsburg are fourth and fifth, both with 29 points. And then Union Berlin is in uh, sixth place with eight, 28 points. Excuse me. In tenth place is VFB Stuttgart with 22 points. Stuttgart's kind of being weird right now. Um, I don't know. They just haven't. Maybe I need to stop watching them. <laughs> I probably need to stop watching them. You know, I talked a few shows ago about how we're just trying to get to 40 points. 40 points will help us avoid, you know, relegation. Um, right now, they're, you know, they're doing okay. They're in the top 10 or whatever. But um, Stuttgart is kind of going through like a, a little bit of a leadership thing. I got an email uh, yesterday or the day before about um, the elections for president because I'm a member. So, you know, they have to keep us informed and abreast of what's going on within the club. Um and they're in the process. There's three finalists for the president. And uh, whether or not that's, you know, that's transferring onto the field or if the players are even noticing that, I don't know. But it, it was an issue two or three seasons ago. And it, it might be an issue now. Um, just waiting for, you know, to get the uh, to get my email so that I can, you know, vote. And we can hopefully be done with this for at least another, you know, five, six years. Um, the bottom of the table got clone. In 16th with 12 points, and then Mainz and Schalke, 17th and 18th respectively, um, with seven points each. Um, tomorrow, 
my match of the week for match day 17, Armenia Bielefeld will be hosting VFB Stuttgart. I, I may not watch it because I'm probably going to be working, even though my desk is, you know, within earshot of the TV, but maybe I'll just listen to it. We'll see. All right. Um, moving to South America, Copa Libertadores. The final has finally been decided. It is an all Brazil final. Um, in the first leg of the semifinals, we had Palmeiras defeat uh, River Plate three to zero, and then Boca Juniors and Santos, you know, played to a zero zero draw. In the second leg, it was Palmeiras zero, River Plate. You know, they were close to, you know, taking it to extra time or to penalties. It didn't work out. And then Santos defeated Boca Juniors 3-0. to zero. So it is Palmyras versus Santos January 30th at the Americana, which is going to suck because there's not going to be any fans. I mean, that, that would just be an amazing game to not only watch on TV, but also, you know, for the city, for the fans of those two clubs. Um, you know, it's bragging rights. Not only will you be the champions of South South America, but you know also the champions of your country. But uh, it'll still be a great match, I'm sure, just without fans. Um, let's see. Moving back to Europe, um, the DFB Pokal, the round of 16, uh, will be played in about a week and a half. Uh, there's no real surprises in here, except for the fact that. Bayern Munich is not in here. Um, they were defeated by Holstein Kiel in the last round. Um, so in the round of 16, we got Wolfs- Wolfsburg versus Schalke, RB Leipzig versus Bochum, RW Essen versus Bayer Leverkusen, um, Regensburg versus Cologne, Werder Bremen versus Firth, Holstein Kiel versus Darmstadt, VfB Stuttgart versus Borussia Mönchengladbach, and then uh, Borussia Dortmund versus Paderborn. I have no idea out of all those teams. Obviously, I think RB Leipzig and, and Dortmund will, one of those two teams will probably be in the final. And I would love, I would absolutely love for Stuttgart to make it to the final. Um, we'll see. Playing against Muchen Gladbach is going to be a difficult match. Um, that match will be played on Tuesday, February 2nd. So we'll see. Um, the Supercopa de España. So this is a four-team tournament. It's not a typical Super Cup. Like you have like the, um, the UEFA Super Cup where it's, you know, the winners of the Champions League versus the winners of the Europa League or the, the DF, what is it, the DFL Super Cup in Germany where it's the champions of the Bundesliga versus the champions of the Pokal. Um, I think it was two years ago, Spain decided to go to a four-team format, semifinal and then final, one leg, each in a uh, in a neutral neutral city neutral venue. Um, so the four teams were Real Sociedad, Athletic Club, Real Madrid, and Barcelona. So Barcelona defeated Real Sociedad on penalties. It ended one one in, in you know normal time, and three two after penalties going to Barcelona, and then Real Madrid lost to Athletic Club two to one. The final this past Sunday. Thought it was going to be a... I mean, it, it was a good match. Messi ended up getting a red card. He's actually going to miss two matches now as a result of that. Uh, Griezmann had a brace, two goals, but it wasn't enough. Athletic Cup, Athletic Club, three. Barcelona, two. The Barcelona woes are just continuing. 
you know they're not they're not doing well in uh, La Liga as it is. Um, they're currently in third, seven points behind Atletico Madrid. Yeah, I mean it's just been a long season. I I still don't see Lionel Messi staying in Barcelona. Um, you know we'll see. I mean anything can happen. He's not going to move. You know during the winter transfer market, but you know I've been hearing a lot of talk about uh, him moving to PSG. So. All right. Uh, last but not least, Super Cup. You know, because COVID, everything kind of got pushed. The Trophée des Champions in France. France Super Cup. You had PSG two, Marseille one. It's another trophy for PSG. I say another trophy. Yeah, it is another trophy. It's even if it is just a Super Cup. Um, hopefully, they can, you know, go deep into the uh, the Champions League this year. All right. Um, let's see the FIFA Club World Cup, which will be coming up soon. I think it starts on February first. Um, these are the qualified teams. We got Bayern Munich, Al Ali, Ulsan Hyundai, uh, UANL, Al Duhal, and the winners of the Copa Libertadores. Auckland City from the OFC they withdrew, meaning that uh, Al Duhal gets you know they automatically get to advance. Um, I know there was a draw today, um, so we'll see who's playing whom, but we both know that the South American reps and the European reps don't come in until after that first round anyway, so, uh, yeah, we'll wait to see, see how that is. Um, last but not least, just some transfer news. Um, some of these have been confirmed, some of these are, are rumors. Um, Mesut Ozil, he's finally, finally moved on from... Arsenal. I thought he was going to end up in the MLS, but once again, I was proven wrong. He is headed to Turkey. I'm going to play for Fenerbahce. Finally, he'll be able to play. Um, yeah, I'm sure he'll, he'll definitely be welcomed at the club. Um, you know, there's even been some talk about him coming back and playing for the German national team, which would be big because, you know, the way that he was sort of shunned um, after the World Cup. Um, yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be, it'd, be good, it'd be good for him. It'd be good for the German team. You know, he is getting up there in age. So, um, let's see. Moussa Dembele, um, leaving Lyon, going to Atletico Madrid on a loan. Um, but there's a permanent um, buy. It, it's an option to buy, I guess, before the next transfer window. Luka Jovic, he last season left uh, Eintracht Frankfurt, went to Real Madrid, now he is back at Eintracht Frankfurt on loan until the end of the season. Um, and this one, David Alaba, he's going to be leaving finally, leaving Bayern Munich, headed to Real Madrid. But it's not going to be a winter move. This move will not happen until the summer. I guess they just finally you know, decided to lock it down early. Um, some of the rumors that I've been hearing, Paul Pogba, every year there's something about Paul Pogba. He's supposed to have been going back to Juventus for like five years now. Um, but allegedly, I guess there's a, the, a rumor, there's some you know strong indications that he will be moving from Man U to PSG. I guess we'll see. Uh, Sergio Ramos potentially moving from Real Madrid to Man City. Even though I don't see it, I don't see it happening at all. Because, you know, typically that would be like a move that would happen during the summer instead of during the winter. Um, and right now PSG, like, they're, they're in a good position to not only win the Champions League, 
possibly, but also in a in a good position to win the Premier League. So I don't know. I just don't I don't see that happening. But you know anything is possible. So um, earlier I mentioned this is not transfer news, but earlier I mentioned about the um, Euro 2020. Ugh. So UEFA just put out some news about tickets. Um, getting tickets to UEFA competitions is difficult. I've tried it a couple of times. I tried to get tickets to the uh, Champions League final and the Europa League final. It's kind of like a lottery thing, even though the tickets are only like 50 euro, which, you know, it's like 60 bucks or whatever, 60 US. But it's hard to get those tickets. So while I was still living in Germany, I think back in 2019, I applied to try to get tickets for Germany matches through the UEFA website. And initially, I didn't make it. I wasn't, you know, part of the cutoff. And then I don't know what happened, but like three or four months later, I got an email from UEFA saying, hey, there's, you know, extra ticket allocation. If you want to try to get tickets, let us know. We, we can, uh, you know, charge you. And then you know, it was like a secondary lottery, I guess. So they would charge me if I got the tickets, they would just send me the tickets. If I lost or whatever wasn't selected, then they would just refund my money. Um, but I was already on my way to move to Texas. So I decided against it. I'm actually glad that I did because now UEFA is saying, hey, if you guys have tickets, uh, but we have to, to move you know, these matches, you only have a certain amount of time to be able to request a refund. But then, like, let's say you wanted to watch Germany and you knew Germany was going to be playing in Munich and you know wherever else for the group stages. There's a possibility they may move the entire tournament to Spain, England, France, wherever, and they're not going to obviously cover your costs for, you know, lodging, travel, or whatever. So you could get screwed thinking that you're going to be able to watch whatever team, England, Spain, you know, whoever, because they were supposed to play in a set country for X amount of games. And they're, they're just being kind of really, really shady with the whole thing. And then they're saying that there is the possibility that the tournament may get pushed again or may not even happen. So Hopefully it stays in the current format that it is, but it just seems like UEFA is being kind of weird with their their whole uh, ticket sales and, and you know refunds and everything. So um, let's see. Last piece of news: Wayne Rooney. We know he left uh, DC United. Um, I think about a year and a half ago now um, to go to Derby County. He's been like a player manager, but now he has been brought on as a full time manager. I don't know what the you know, the financial details of that are, um, but you know, it's, he's not going to be playing anymore. Um, I don't think Rooney gets a lot of the credit that, that he should. Rooney was a, he was a great player. I mean, he was for the longest time, he was the only name that, that people would, you know, mention in, in world football. Um, and, and he was amazing. So, you know, it's cool that, that he is, you know, getting to, to manage full time and, uh, you know, be recognized finally. So we'll see how he is as a manager. I know Darby County's kind of got some issues right now because they're like behind on payments to players. And, you know, that has nothing to do with Wayne Rooney, but, you know, that might uh, be something that's going to pop up later on and, you know, hinder a season. So hopefully, you know, he does well and, uh, you know, things, I don't know, things catch up or the, the organization is able to, to make the money to play, pay the players. So this whole thing just sucks because, you know, a lot of these lower level teams, they depend on match day revenue and they're not making any right now. And that is, uh, it's hurting. 
you know, these clubs that have billion dollar owners, it's not hurting them, but, you know, players in, you know, League Two, League One, or even the championship in England, um, they're, they're kind of hurting. Same thing with the, Dr- the Dritte Liga in, in, in Germany. It's the same thing. I'm sure it's the same thing worldwide. So, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, things turn around, but we'll see. I don't know. So, um, that's all I got for this week. Um, going on like a half an hour. I definitely didn't think I'd be talking for this long, but, um, I want to thank you guys for, uh, for, for, for listening. Thank you guys for understanding, you know, because I went back to school and, uh, yeah. So I'm going to try to catch some matches tomorrow, possibly. Definitely. I'll be listening to that Stuttgart match. I got a couple meetings tomorrow, but we'll see. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys are staying safe, taking care of yourselves, taking care of your families. Uh, make sure you guys drink water, wash your masks, wash, wash your hands. Um, if you guys could, if you get the opportunity to, depending on which app you're listening to, if you like the show, can you give me a rating or review or both? If you have the time, I would greatly appreciate it. And, uh, I will talk to you guys next week. I'm making a commitment to definitely, definitely do a show, um, next week. I'm not trying to, you know, get out of it because I absolutely love talking football. Uh, it just may be a day late. And I apologize for that ahead of time. Um, but thank you guys. Um, I'll talk to you guys next week. Enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks for listening. And.